Welcome to IB Talk, the leading podcast for the insurance industry across the UK and Ireland, brought to you by Insurance Business. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of IB Talk, the insurance industry podcast brought to you by Insurance Business. My name is Mia Wallace and I'm Senior News Editor at Insurance Business UK. And today I have the pleasure of welcoming Lucy Hodgson, Director at Eastwood Insurance Brokers, to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Lucy. You're very welcome, Mia. It's lovely to be with you. It's absolutely good to have you here because I've had the pleasure of speaking to you before and I know that you have a remarkably unique insurance story joining the profession at the age of, I think it was only eight years old. So uh, looking back, what was it that drew your interest to the profession? Okay, well, I wouldn't say I joined the profession when I was eight, but I certainly uh, decided when I was eight years old that I wanted to be an insurance broker. Um, And the simple answer really is my dad. Um, He used to take my brothers and me into the office with him on a Saturday morning just to give my mum a break, I suppose. And we'd roam around and play whilst he opened the post. Um, But his office always seemed to me to be a place of fun. I'm sure it wasn't really. Um, But it was somewhere I liked to be, probably because I also liked to spend time with my dad. Um, And as as he was always working, it uh, gave me the chance to spend time with him. Um, But as I got older, I started going into the office during my school holidays, doing filing, writing cover notes. Um, And then when my dad realised I had a genuine interest in what he did, he started to tell me about insurance, uh, how it worked, the clients he went to see, what they did. And I remember him telling me about Lloyd's and how people would go and see underwriters who would be sitting in boxes. Um, I was fascinated to see actually when I finally went to Lloyd's, as a, obviously as a grown-up, um, that they actually did sit in boxes, although they were slightly different uh, boxes to the sort my child's brain had imagined. <laughs> That's fantastic. I can really see what drew you to the profession, but I wonder what still holds your interest in insurance today? Well, when I was a child, um, I used to like watching Play School. Now, bear with me on this, but sometimes uh, they had a feature where they would go into a factory and find out how something was made. Um, I've never forgotten an episode, actually, where they were making um, chocolate biscuits. And I remember being fascinated by it. And my job now is extremely varied, uh, but I've never wanted to lose that connection with clients as going into their businesses to understand how they do things and how things are made has never left me. But I also like being part of an industry where no two days are the same and you meet lots of different people. I did find the pandemic very challenging as my world became very small and it made me realise that being around other people, including my colleagues, clients and insurance friends, was very important to my well-being. Absolutely. It's incredible the variety that a career in insurance can offer you. But from your perspective, what's something that people outside the industry maybe don't quite understand about working in insurance? I think initially it's that people don't understand what a crucial job the insurance industry does. It obviously acts as a risk transfer mechanism, mechanism even, uh, and without it, the world would be a very different place. Where would the economy be if we had to take on all the financial risks that we face ourselves? I attended a careers fair a few months ago, and the children have many and varied uh, career aspirations, ranging from pilots to doctors and everything in between. And I explained to the children how their chosen career paths would look very different without insurance. And whilst I didn't convince them to change their minds, hopefully they have a better understanding of of the insurance industry's purpose. 
But I also don't think people understand the opportunities available um, that aren't typically insurance roles, such as IT, HR, marketing, law, accounting, etc. Um, I think as far as insurance roles are concerned as well, I don't think people are familiar enough with what they are and what they do. Um, I work on a project with young future leaders and over the last 10 years, I've met hundreds, well, hundreds of young people. Um, but whenever I ask about career aspirations, they range from, you know, soldiers, doctors, engineers, accountants, teachers. The list is endless. One of them even wanted to be an astronaut. Um, but they've never said underwriter or broker, which I think is quite interesting and also probably quite worrying, actually. I absolutely agree with that. And, and what would you say to somebody considering a career insurance as somebody who has really enjoyed their career in insurance? Well, I would have been in the industry for 30 years next year, um, officially, um, and I really don't regret it for a second. Um, I think it's a career where you can build relationships and help and support people in good times and bad. You'll work with and get to know many interesting people, not just the people you work with every day, but people from across the insurance industry and the business world too. You know, No two days will be the same and you'll be challenged and you'll keep learning new things. And the industry is changing, particularly by becoming more technology focused, and you can be part of shaping the industry of the future. It's a fantastic call to arms there, Lucy, actually. And certainly for me, it feels like something of a almost a Christmas tradition to talk to you at Christmas time, because I know that you and your team get so involved in all these incredible community and charity activities during the season. And I'd love to hear about some of the initiatives you're involved with this year. Okay, well, I mean, we do we do donate to charities and um, you know support events throughout the year, but around Christmas time, um, yes, there's various things that we do, and um, some of the highlights um, really leading up to Christmas. First of all, we started with our Macmillan Coffee Morning, um, where we encourage people to take a break and invite someone that they don't normally work with, just to have a coffee with them, have a chat. And of course, we raised money for a worthy cause, um, but our staff also got the opportunity to spend time together. Um, we also supported Christmas Jumper Day and raised money for Save the Children. Um, we also support, and I'm involved in organising um, a lunch called Cackle, um, probably a strange name, but it stands for the Kirklees and Calderdale Charity Lunch. And it's attended by about 300 local business people. Um, we've raised over £100,000 since 2016 for local charities um, who have a particular focus on children. Um, I'm a member of Rotary and my club in Halifax has a Christmas uh, shoebox appeal. And we fill shoeboxes with gifts and they go to people in need who may not otherwise receive a Christmas present. So uh, me and my colleagues have filled um, 50 shoeboxes this year and members of the team were also involved in um, sorting the shoeboxes at what we call our Santa's Grotto, um, where the boxes are checked and uh, then volunteers deliver them to, uh, to local organisations. It's always interesting to see just how active brokers can be with their local communities and with charity initiatives. And from your perspective, how important is it for insurance brokers to have that community spirit? I think it's crucial. I really do. I mean, we involve ourselves in initiatives in our local area, so mainly Halifax and Huddersfield, and it just brings you into contact with so many different people. And of course, it can be it can bring business benefits, um, as you undoubtedly benefit from the networking opportunities. But more importantly, you just get this huge sense of belonging to the communities where you work and live. 
And that's really wonderful. But I think for a lot of people, it's almost a question of how to get started. They want to do it, but they're not really sure how to begin. So what would you recommend to encourage brokers who do want to become part of this, these kinds of initiatives? I think a lot of brokers do have their own community and charity initiatives. But if you're looking for someone to support, there are so many ways to do this. Um, I mean, contact your local hospices and um, ask if they have a business club that you can join. Um, you can contact your local council and ask them for a list of the voluntary organisations that are registered in their location. Contact your local Rotary Club, having a little bit of a plug for Rotary there. <laughs> but Rotary Clubs are everywhere and there's bound to be one near where you live. And I think most importantly, ask your teams if they've got any ideas um, because they may already be supporting um, local organisations and good causes and you, you don't actually realise. So I think actually asking your teams is, is probably the best place to start. I think that's an absolutely great idea, I must say. And just thank you so much for sharing your great story with me and for your lovely words of encouragement for the insurance profession. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking me. And absolutely great to have you on here. And thanks also to everybody for tuning in. And I look forward to welcoming you next time here on IB Talk. Thank you for listening to IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. <laughs>